the weather is finally getting warmer. And if you're like me, you might be looking for ways to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Enter Quince. I have been a lover of Quince for years. I have trusted them to have me looking effortlessly chic year after year. This spring and summer, I am obsessed with their European linen line. I am going to be living in their tank tops and linen pants all spring and summer. Whether it's blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, whatever you're looking for, Quince has got it. And the best part, all Quince items are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash BGB for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash BGB to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash BGB. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today we are going to be talking about masks. We're going to be talking about how to opt out of masks. So I want to ask the question, what mask are you wearing? Maybe you're not wearing one at all. In which case, congratulations. Please educate us some more on how we can be more authentic. But I think a lot of people are more likely to have some part of their life that they keep hidden, that they pretend to be one thing, but in fact may feel another. This doesn't necessarily have to be a huge lie or some level of fakeness. What I mean is oftentimes we talk a lot about authenticity. You know, this is something I'm hugely passionate about. But the truth is, and I say this, even from myself and from my perspective, authenticity is hard. And while we may think that we keep it real, I will speak for myself and say that there are ways that I'm still discovering and have discovered in the past that the gap between, that the space between who I truly am and who I want to be is sometimes further apart than I think. And why does that happen? Why do we opt into wearing masks when we should be opting out of it? Well, because the world has taught us that from behind a mask, we are safe. We have an unfortunate cultural legacy of authenticity being punished, authenticity being feared by other people, and that making us a victim potentially. We have a cultural legacy where authenticity wasn't even in the top 10 of things that were important, that surviving was important. 
And when you are in survival mode, you will do whatever it takes to live. And so sometimes that means us presenting a version of ourselves to the world that isn't authentic. And I'm here to say that that's not something you need to be ashamed of. That's not even something that you did. That's something that the world conditioned us to be. Let me give you an example. When you think of the phrase strong Black woman, that's a mask that Black women wear. We know for a fact that while Black women are resilient as a community, that phrase strong Black women has been appropriated to mean never complains, can take anything coming at them. And what is the result of that is we see things like in the medical community where people genuinely believe that Black people can take more pain than white folks, than the rest of other races. That just can't be true. And yet, because we were taught culturally to mask pain, to pretend things don't bother us or things don't hurt us, to be strong, quote unquote, people are less likely the same pain management options that our other counterparts of other races get. So mask wearing is a lot of times from a place of protection, not necessarily from a place of fakeness or with bad intention. I know for myself for a long time, I wore several masks. I was really concerned about people getting to know me. And that came from a place because I was taught at a young age, not by my family, but by other people that when I showed who I was, it often met with resentment and anger. I frequently had experiences of both overt, but a lot of times covert, to be fair, most of the times covert, racism, where being an intelligent, bright, sparkly young person was met with a lot of anger and ridicule. It was met with abuse. I learned to hide who that person was because it was safe. And the gap between who I was and what people saw was the span of the Grand Canyon. It was safe to pretend to be happy all the time, to be cheery, to laugh off any insult or laugh off any attack. It was safer. And so a lot of time when we wear masks, it's because we're trying to save ourselves from heartache or from some level of betrayal. Whether it be in our careers where we put a mask on, we all talk about how we code switch. That in itself is a form of a mask. And sometimes that mask is the difference between us having a good work day or not having a good one. There are times where we have to conform, whether right or wrong, just to get through the day. But a lot of times we can think about how we continue to wear the mask, even when it's not appropriate. And the consequences of that mean that we end up locked in struggle. In other ways, when the stakes aren't that high, we may still be tempted to wear masks. 
So I talked about, you know, being bullied or being treated poorly because of who I was. And so that taught me to wear a mask. And I talked about culturally black folks being conditioned to wear masks as a method of survival. There was no room in the black experience, particularly in America, but in other places, too, to be fair, where being your true self was ever going to get rewarded. Sometimes it meant death to be your true self, to be free. But not every time we adopt masks, is it that dire? Is it that life and death? Sometimes we do it because of societal pressures. We live in a world that teaches there's only one way to be and insert what it is. One way to be a quote unquote woman, a quote unquote man, a black person. One way to be if you live in a certain area, if you're from the suburbs or the inner city, there's only one way to be. And so there's a lot of pressure to maintain certain standards. Maybe it's beauty standards. There's only one way to be beautiful. This is something we as Black women deal with all the time. Only certain bodies, only certain facial features make us beautiful. Or maybe it's in the career field where there's only certain milestones that are of value, right? That you're only worth something if you have this career, but not this other one. Or even sometimes it's just like what the right opinion is. Sometimes we're all scared to be who we truly are because we're like, oh, I'm not saying anything about this. This would People would not like my opinion on this, even if it's something as small as our music taste. Black representation in media really is everything. It is the jumping point in which people can see who they could be. If it wasn't for prominent voices like an Oprah Winfrey on my television screen, I would have never thought to pursue podcasting. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, you need to look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. It explores distinct, varied, and most importantly, nuanced Black perspectives. And you're going to hear stories about joy and resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. Black perspectives haven't always been centered when we're talking about the story of America, but now we are the story. Turn on NPR today and hear the wide range of voices that are as varied and Black as the country we reflect. A story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. We can have a lot of subtle pressures that make us feel like we have to adopt masks and pretend to be someone we're not. And here's the thing. In the short run, wearing masks work. That's why we do it. But in the long run, wearing masks denies us joy. When I was trying to make everybody like me because I wanted to be safe, because I didn't want to be bullied or picked on, it worked in the short run. But I never felt in community. I wouldn't say I was joyful. I felt alone a lot of times. I felt like no one understood me. And I felt isolated, like I couldn't connect with anybody. Mask wearing has its benefits for sure, particularly in the short term, but it won't get you closer to joy. It won't get you closer to abundance and it won't get you closer to community despite what it might look like on the surface. All the things that we deserve 
as Black women, all the things that are actually our birthright get further and further away when we continue to wear masks. So how do we take off our masks? How do we let go of that? When we get some benefits from it, when we feel like it's the safer choice, I will tell you it's not easy. I'm a far more integrated person, meaning that all of my sides show up. I'm far more integrated than I ever have been. And yet, there are still times where I hold back on an opinion, even if it's a silly one, where I don't want to share certain things about myself because I'm afraid of judgment. And I will say that even though there's still things I work on, for the most part, I do present authentic. I still do feel pretty close to presenting to the world who I am on the inside. But it's not with some hard fought work. It's not without asking myself over and over again, where am I? Is this really me? And so I want to give you some ideas as we close out this episode of what are some exercises that you can do to start to take off your mask? And I want to say that you have to first create space in yourself to know who you are and to accept who you are. Before anybody else can accept yourself, you need to ask, what mask are you wearing that you're hiding from yourself? I give a very small, high-level example of my own journey when I say that I just realized Within the last five years, I'm actually an introvert. For a long time, I wore the mask of an extrovert. I pretended to everybody that I was an extrovert and I just didn't get it. I didn't ever check in with myself enough to ask, am I though? And now I know I'm an introvert. And yeah, I'm no longer the life of the party. If you knew me 10 years ago and you knew me today, you'd you'd see a different person. But this person is more me. So sometimes we even put masks on that hide from ourselves, that we push ourselves into situations and we just don't want to be honest about who we are because we're afraid that that person may not be cool or worthy. So here's some exercises to get you on the path to true alignment and authenticity. I did both of these and they were really helpful to me. The first one was journaling. I would journal a lot. And some of the ways I journaled was I made rules for myself because that's who I am. You may be a lot calmer than I am and a lot less type A. And for those of you who are that way, congratulations, you're going to live a lot longer. (laughs) But for me, I needed some rules. And one of them was when I journal, I can say whatever I want. There is no shame. There's no guilt. I'm just going to let it all come out and I'll deal with it later. And so when I would write a lot, I learned a lot about myself. I saw patterns. I saw some honesty that in the light of day, in a conversation, I might never admit, not because I was hiding, but because it didn't even feel apparent to myself. Another tool to getting me to journaling was meditation and mindfulness. Just having a mindfulness practice coming into my body Doing short little things, guided meditations, honestly helped. Things would pop into my brain while I would be meditating and doing like a mindful guided relaxation that were truths about myself that would show me where I was maybe a little less aligned and help me get onto the path to integrating myself in a healthy way. 
So try one of those exercises and do some self-reflection. As I close out the episode, here's your work for today, if you choose to do so. Think about a recent decision you made. Was that decision for yourself or was it influenced by somebody else? And then think about how it made you feel. If it was for yourself, really dig into how that felt. Was it empowering? Was it scary? Do you feel guilty? Explore those feelings. If it was for someone else, reflect on how you felt about that. Did you feel resentful? Did you feel like you betrayed yourself? This isn't an exercise to make you feel ashamed, but more for you to think about the feelings that come up when you are misaligned. And then you try to remedy that by asking the why question. When you're making a choice, you ask why. And you keep thinking like a kid. Like I think about how kids are like, but why, but why, but why? And it all drives us just up a wall when a kid does that. But your challenge is to do that for yourself. Why am I doing that? But why? Why am I in this job? But why? If I say, oh, it's because it makes really good money. But why is that important to me? Why? Why? Keep going through the why until you reach the true core of your motivation. This type of self-reflection work can be eye-opening and also sometimes a little painful, to be absolutely honest, but so worth it. Again, it's important to acknowledge that it is painful when we live behind masks. And the pain of doing some self-reflection and asking some alignment questions is not more painful than the pain of living behind a mask and the pain of not doing it at all. We're here to opt out of struggle and keeping our beautiful, wonderful, bold, bright selves behind masks only delays our true inheritance. Try these exercises and let me know what you think. Let me know through social media. Let me know through Spotify's interactive polling and chats that we have set up for the episode. I would love to hear from you. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribe and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Everything is up in flames, I said, all that I have to say, close the
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options. In stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.